Hello, guys. This is Jaws Blake of the Painter Files Podcast on the new day, Thursday. Happy Thursday. I'm gonna start dropping episodes on Thursdays now. I felt like Mondays doing the morning show and the podcast were just a little too much. Uh, so I'm giving myself more time to kind of work on content and do all types of things like that. So this will be the normal time that stuff will come out. Um, season four is rapidly approaching. And so to prep you for that, this is the last episode of season three. We're going to wrap it up at one. Yeah, I think about one forty eight. So I hope you enjoy and got a lot to talk about. Well, damn, it has been a bit, honestly. Um, I was nervous about actually starting it on a new day. I thought, was this going to be enough that people were going to be interested in this? And as more time went by, more of you started listening and going about, and it's, it's really special to have three seasons of the podcast to reach 148 is just such a huge, huge deal. And I've been debating whether I'm going to keep up with all these numbers um, or if I'm just going to start back at one for season four. It's an interesting but not interesting (laughs) dilemma to come across. Like, you don't expect something like that to be such a big deal with a make-believe thing that's just, you know, for us. But... I'd love to hear your idea on it, actually. If you want to hit me up on the uh, Painter Files podcast at gmail.com. The plug. What can I say? Um, Yeah, but it'd be super sweet. I love hearing from all of you. So I love hearing your your notes and stuff on the podcast. Your interesting uh, questions and conundrums, as it were. I've been recently going on and on about a discussion I had with someone recently. Um, They were under the impression that because they make model kits, that they are, that we, that, that we do basically the same thing. We're artists in the same aspect. And I don't think they're not an artist. I don't think anyone can tell anyone someone's not an artist. You feel like you're an artist, you're an artist. Even if you don't make anything, you're still an artist. But, I feel that there is a difference in being someone who creates things as opposed to someone who, like, just kind of assembles things. And even just kind of sounds a little judgmental. Um, I think there's a difference, but I don't think there is a, a line in the sand difference. And even with that, I think that's probably just more like an opinion via me and maybe a couple other people. But... It's just kind of interesting. I feel like the person just felt very sad about the idea that them putting together, you know, model kits and, like, boats and stuff and all these things was not considered an art form, which I don't think it's not an art form by any means. I just think it's different. I'm not a musician. It is a different art form. I'm not a craftsperson, really. Uh, I don't assemble and make, like, objects very often. I make paintings, and sometimes I I dabble with other things. 
but it by far it's not my main goal of what I do. So it's just kind of interesting to hear that someone felt like competitively strange and awkward about it enough that they, you know, tried to confront me to say, I'm an artist. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I think they were more shook that I didn't have like a strong back end reaction. Like, no, you're not. You can't be because I do this thing. And that's what I consider to be an art form. It's like, no, you're not a painter because you don't paint. Uh, but that's, you know, that's really kind of where the line goes on that. I think there are a lot of people out there who really love to be a part of things. I think sometimes they look for validation, which is very difficult because, like, in the art world, you don't oftentimes get validated. You make things and you do stuff, and sometimes the silence is the most common thing about being an artist. Like, you hear nothing whatsoever. You just make work and you put it out there and then nothing happens. It's actually pretty common. And it's not it's not a bad thing. It's just a different thing, you know? You you expect an expectation to come about and some accolade via other people's responses to come and bring you into this world of what you consider to be success. But I would say, like, to make art and to just feel creative is a huge success. Like, if you've ever been an artist who's not been able to make something for a while, like, it is a horrible experience, actually. It eats at you. It's it's a very sad, like, I wish it wasn't that way for me and for other people type of situation. So... Kudos to you for just being able to create things. You see them in your head and then you make them a thing. Is it going to be for everyone what you make? Like, is it going to necessarily appeal to every single person you run across? No. I mean, my work doesn't do that. And I, I'm i pretty good. I'll, I'll admit that. I'm very skilled and people enjoy what I do. But, I mean, I've worked at that. I think people have this weird idea that, like, and our organically grown audience in some way is something that happens abstract to like hard work and dedication and like moving forward and all these things like we we all get where we are because we we put certain bits of work and ethic and effort and <laughs> ethic uh, effort and stuff like that like we get where we are because we've I won't say hustled hustled always has like this weird connotation of like you doing something negative you know hook or crook so to speak to get a desired result and I don't think just making art and walking forward is anything other than just you really, really feel the urge to make something and move forward. And so you do. It's lovely. It's the purest form of expression. To take your fingers, dig them into the dirt, move stuff around, and when you feel like you've created something, pull your hands back and go, look at me, I just made something amazing. And it's just that simple.
it's a act of love through sheer desire to create something. And that's really beautiful. So to anyone out there who feels like they're not a good enough artist, you are. You just haven't figured out what your your rhythm is just yet. But you will. And it's going to be so beautiful when you see it. Oh, man, oh, man. The art I have made this week. Uh, so I made a thing for my friend Max. He wanted a notebook that he could write all his coffee notes in. So I designed him a piece. And it turned out so great. And he really likes it. And he got it and he showed it to me. Uh, he's He doesn't live near here. So it's nice to be able to just kind of share that feeling. Make something for someone and have them celebrate it. I shipped off that art piece. So that's going to that wonderful person who... Uh, Bought a piece and then FedEx lost. So that is coming to you. It is on its way. And I'm really excited for it to reach you. <laughs> I also did a piece for the co-op, actually, near where my house is. They needed a abstract kind of shirt design. And so I made them like a Basquiat piece, an original one. And I think it's going to be this really incredible kind of biz that hits through. Uh, it's I've got to send the copies and all this stuff to them. I just signed a contract with them. I'm not really a big contract guy, but I felt like, you know, I'm really excited for that to happen. So that is a thing. Please drink some water, because much like me, I'm sure you're parched. Uh, but yeah. I mean, it's just been one of those art weeks. I've been working on finally finishing the big piece that I'm working on. I think I'm close to done. I don't know if I have more colors to add, but I feel like I'm close to the conclusion of it. For those who don't know, it is this woman in this red and yellow dress, and she has several crows coming out of her face and chest. And then she has this big uh, polka dots, red and yellow polka dots for a dress. She has like a cool updo. And then in the background of the painting are all the ingredients that I add, that I make my paella with. And it just made me feel really connected to like my family and heritage and all these types of things. And I'm just really happy and proud about it. I really, truly am. I like her cheekbones, too. It's got good cheekbones. I like her nose. But, yeah, you know? Sometimes that's it, though. Like, you make artwork, and it comes together. And it just works. Oof, excuse me. Got a hiccup. It just works. And that's really all you need just to make artwork and feel good about it. Like there's not very much else to it. <laughs> Somebody asked me a while back what my process was. My process was, was and is to just be creative and make things. 
and feel connected to them. I mean, that's really all you need to do. Just create and feel connected. I love that. For me, for you, for everybody. I I think I'm going to work on some photography during the break. Like, I keep trying to think what I want to do during the break. Uh... To take a summer, to take some of summer off. Not all of summer, but some of summer off. Before, like, the big, you know, season starts for the fall. And I I love the fall. I love all the things the fall kind of brings. I just think it's so fun. So, yeah. Working on those ideas. Kind of floating them around to see what's going to stick and what's going to go forward. I think I got some good ideas. I've even considered maybe what to do for Inktober. Maybe another poster. Maybe. I did too. I I started doing one last year. And it just, I lost momentum somewhere through it. So I took a break from it. And I think that's kind of a big thing that I think a lot of people, they get caught up on the idea of making something every day for Inktober. But there's no reason to feel bad about not finishing. I know so many artists that are so great that are way more famous than I am who don't finish Inktober because it's just overwhelming and exhausting. And that's okay. There's literally nothing wrong with being overwhelmed by a large amount of artwork being made. Like it is a huge undertaking to do this and so you just kind of have to give yourself the ability to take a break it is necessary for your mental and your physical and all these things so yeah I feel good about it my first real kind of pullback my step back really from all of this was to watch the Bob's Burgers movie with Alec, which is very funny. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think whoever sees it is probably going to enjoy it also. It was extra funny and musical, which is normally not something I enjoy. But I found it really, like, bizarrely charming. And so, yeah. Go forward enjoy the silliness of all of it uh we were watching the only murderers in the building and kamala khan i'm sorry miss marvel who's kamala khan uh i feel pretty good about it actually these are all like i'm not really a tv guy i never really have been i kind of belligerent uh not belligerently well maybe a little bit um believe Hmm, the word. Begrudgingly. Watch some things and take some of those things in. But I feel like I just need to enjoy them again. I used to watch movies like every weekend. I go to the movies every weekend and see a new movie and just see what was out and all that stuff. And I don't think I'm going to do that for many reasons. But 
I like the idea of, you know, taking time off from everything to just enjoy little silly bits. It just feels so necessary. So, that's what I'm going to do. I want to give a special thank you to Arson Wellness Project. They make great bombs and incense and all types of wonderful tinctures and all types of things. So go check them out. Their description and their link will be in the description for the podcast. Also, my ever favorite, Yes Domingue, just fantastic. Great brushes, great ink, great paint, great paper. If you like making art, it's a good way to start. And you know, if you've been doing it for a long time, it's a great place to keep going. Sounds like a good tagline. Hit me up. You know, I never really had my great moment in art school. It just never happened. I had all these, like, kind of almost moments where I would apply for a gallery thing and then I wouldn't get it. Or I'd be in a gallery show and, like, I I just wasn't really properly prepared. Or i get distracted and bail at the last second. It was just very hard and difficult, and I was a child. And so I just couldn't... I couldn't quite find my quintessence. But I came real close several times. I remember when my foot was really badly burned. I was working at a restaurant and the fryer fell on my leg. So I had a third degree, I had a second degree burn from like my knee down across, all the way down to probably about my toes. So I couldn't wear any type of jeans. Everything had to be super loose. Wearing a sock was almost impossible. Um, I had to work with a cane. Not like in a sexy way, like in a, I can't hold my body up. Because there's too much going on right now. Type of thing. It was, uh, it was really difficult. But I, I, I still tried to tiptoe my way with a cane over to this big art gallery show they had, student art gallery show, where all these people were just kind of bringing their paintings in and they all looked so good and so cool. And then like there was me and I brought one in that I'd done while I was hurt. And it was like a self-portrait type of thing. And it really had no place winning this comparatively to the artwork that had been made by all these like local artists that were really good. But my fundamentals were good on it. Uh, I don't know if it was... It definitely was not as inventive as the work that I make now, by any means. But it was good. I mean, it definitely brought me some attention. It got me an art show. 
like a little one night stand art show where I sold all the paintings that I had that day. And I mean, that was phenomenal, <laughs> but you know, there was never this point where like, they were like, Oh my God, your artwork's so good. We want to do all these great things for you. Like, I think my art professor wasn't sure what I was there for. Cause I was just making art and still doing full-time work and still going as a full-time class, like student, and trying to just get all these things done all at once. And I think they couldn't quite grasp how much pressure I was under. Like, and there, there was no one rooting, essentially, for me. So I was kind of on my own in a lot of ways. I didn't really have a lot of money, so when art school got kind of expensive and they needed me to pull together all these things. Like I just honestly just couldn't, it wasn't going to happen. Um, so I learned all the tricks from all the other students that were smart and had been in my shoes at one point in time. They taught me how to dumpster dive. They taught me how to make paint look more expensive. They taught me how to, Save the canvas. They taught me how to find canvases. Uh, great paints that didn't cost a lot, but still had very like professional looks to them. Figuring out that my color palette needed to be more than just dark colors. <laughs> just all of it. Got me out of doing portraits with animals rushing across them in acrylic. <laughs> It was just this wild child of paint and silliness. Introduced me to Baldwin. Just so many funky, fun little things. And I was extremely happy and gracious once I realized how lucky I was. And that took me a while. Because... Was I was not lacking in confidence. I I definitely was not happy, but I was not lacking in self-confidence of the artwork that I could make. Because, you know, even then I could still always draw what I wanted to. What I, whatever I wanted to draw would just become whatever I wanted it to. Close my eyes, think of a thing, make it on a page. Now my color palette hadn't quite reached its full potential. And in no way, shape, or form had my my brush strokes reached the kind of contextual ideas, nor could I shape a brush to make it do what I wanted it to do. But it it came together. It really did. I was just shining, you know? Shining and working on shining brighter. It felt you know, I look back at some of that stuff. I think back at some of that work. It's weird <laughs> and nonsensical in a lot of ways. A little horny, but um, it worked, honestly. I think the humor and the silliness of it was, it was good enough to get me laid. It was good enough to get me drinks and anything else I needed. So I figured, why not, you know? Let it ride. But there was an emptiness to it also. 
wanting to make something incredible and yet somehow still just focus enough to envision it bigger than the small sketch that I was going to make. And it all came from like books and teachers and friends and time and space and music and building a scene and all this stuff. I mean, that all came together. But it just took a while. But when it did, it was perfect. And I mean, ultimately, like, that's what you want. You want it to feel perfect. So you do. Gotta let it bake sometimes. Things in ovens need time to cook. You'll have to excuse me a little. My nose is a little stuffy. Uh, it's a time of year where, like, my allergies and stuff get a little lesser than what I'd like. Took my dad to the airport at 3 o'clock in the morning, so I'm still kind of chasing a lot of sleep. But a meditation that I've been doing recently has really been helping me a lot. So I just sit on the floor. I want you to rub your legs with your hands. Just make kind of this noise. Like the ocean. <coughs> Excuse me. And then... I want you to just kind of close your eyes. I want you to just rub your hands on your knees. Just breathe in. And then breathe out. And breathe in. And breathe out. So, Alec made me this nice little kind of incense bag that I carry with me all day. And it smells like eucalyptus, um, lavender, arnica, and clary sage. I'm reading what she wrote on there. And it just smells really nice. And it's one of those things you just kind of take a deep whiff of sometimes and it's just really peaceful so I want you to take like a tea bag or take a couple of tea bags that you like open them up put them in a bag together <laughs> like a Ziploc or something and then you know or actually no take them put them in a pot boil them with some water and then just breathe that warm it up put it in a thing you can you can make tea with it if you really want to um but yeah just focus on that you know take in that earthy peaceful smell let it just kind of whiff you away whisk whisk you away <laughs> um yeah i think it's just kind of important to just kind of Take these moments, enjoy the peace, and yeah, deep breaths.
Just run your fingers over your legs, your knees, your elbows, your arms. Give yourself like a little massage. You deserve it. You worked hard this week. Thank you so much for listening to the new podcast on the new episodes <laughs> on Thursdays. Um, yeah, it's going to be really great. We're going to have a lot of fun. Please remember to rate, review, and share the podcast wherever you listen to it. It helps a lot just to help us all kind of grow and meet each other and do stuff. Um, if you want to write anything to the podcast, you can you can send it right through the email. It's just painterfilespodcast at gmail.com. Um, Painter Files is also my video channel on YouTube. I make shorts, I make long art videos. I like my long art videos better, so I oftentimes try and do more of those. Um, and I'm filming stuff. But in the meantime, because uh, I'm bullied by YouTube like most YouTubers, I make little goofy shorts on occasion. But some are actually art related. <laughs> A lot of them are just silly like me. So I hope you enjoy them. Um, please join the Patreon. Uh, Juara Blake at Patreon. Um, everything is in links. Our links in the description. So I will see you uh, later <laughs> in season four. All right. I love you. Have a great one. Painter out. <laughs>